0: This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to
1: Declare Victory. This is Natasha, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with?
0: Carla. Good morning.
1: Good morning. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Carla. Irma, hi. Welcome. Oh,
2: Carla. Karma. Oh, Carla.
3: <laughs> Carla, <laughs> thank you. Now I got you, Carla. <laughs> Thank you
4: for clarifying that. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Good.
3: Who just joined us on the line? Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. This is Natasha. I'm your greeter
1: today. How are you? Good morning, Natasha.
0: I'm doing very well.
1: And yourself? Good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Blessed to be here another day.
3: Thank god another day's journey and you're glad about it, huh? Yes, ma'am.
0: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I got Not everybody you. can got say you. the
1: same. I got you. <laughs> yes.
4: we oh, we got a little rain here in Chicago. I'm hoping it gives us a bit of a reprieve from the heat. having some serious July
3: 90-degree days, more so than usual, too. But I'm not complaining, because before you know it, it'll be winter, <laughs> and we'll be hunkered down, trying to stay warm from a polar vortex. So we'll take what God gives us in the season.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory,
0: who just joined us on the line. Good morning, Sister Tracy.
5: Happy Monday.
4: Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. You sound bright and cheery. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Natasha, who just joined us on the line.
0: We are grateful to have you with
1: us. Thank you for joining today.
0: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. We are so grateful to have you on the line with us today.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory.
0: Oh, Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. My name is Natasha.
3: I am honored to serve as your greeter and host for this morning. Has anyone joined on the line that would like to say good morning?
6: Good morning. Good morning. My name is La
2: Good morning, Sister Yvonne. And I think I heard Susie. Was that you? Yes.
0: Yes, it's Susie.
2: Good morning. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Beautiful day.
3: Yeah, it sure is. Wonderful to hear such cheery voices this early in the day. (laughs) Amen. (laughs)
1: Yes,
0: yes. Um, Can I ask a favor? Um, I'm headed uh, to Kaiser Hospital in about an hour.
3: I'm having a back procedure done. Just it's just in and out of the hospital, I'm not staying. So just uh
7: just
0: keep me lifted up that this is gonna work on my back.
7: Okay.
4: Thank Lindsay. you. Okay. You say Kaiser Hospital?
0: Yeah, Outpatient. Okay. Yeah, it's called an RFA, radio frequency, and I can't pronounce the last word. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: okay.
0: Thank you so much.
4: We'll
3: lift you in prayer, Susie. Thank you for that. Well, thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Natasha B, and I am from the beautiful Windy City, and I am serving as your greeter this morning. Has anyone joined on the line I would like to say hello? Good
2: morning. Good morning. It's Renee.
3: Good morning, Renee. How are you?
2: I'm good. Headed
3: out to work. Good. All right, all right. Out to the marketplace.
0: Good morning, Natasha. It's Barbara.
3: Good morning, Barbara. Good morning.
0: Good to hear you. Happy
1: Monday, everyone. Happy Monday. Good morning, and welcome to the Clarivate.
0: Has anyone joined that would like to say hello?
1: Good morning, family. Happy Monday. It's Sister
0: Veronica.
3: Good morning, Sister Veronica. Happy Monday to you as well. Thank you. Same to you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday. made it through another weekend. Getting ready to kick this week off. Hope everyone is doing well. Has anyone joined that
0: would like to say hello? Hello, hello.
3: My name is Natasha. I am from Chicago. And I am grateful to be serving as your greeter today. Welcome,
0: welcome, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined us on the line who hasn't said hello
1: yet? Anyone like to speak? All right. Good morning. Good morning. Happy hey.
0: Monday, everyone. Who hey, just joined
1: morning.
0: us? Where? I didn't catch your name. One more time. This is Mona. How are you doing? Good morning. Happy Monday. Hey, Mona. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Good to hear you. Has
1: anyone else joined the line who didn't say hello and would like to say hello?
3: Good morning. Good morning. We are going to get ready to move to the next segment of the call, but I want to give people
0: another chance to say good morning if they'd like to.
3: My name is Natasha B. from the beautiful Windy City, and I am happy to be serving as your greeter and host for today. Would anyone else like to say good morning? We so appreciate all of you have called in or may be listening on the playback, and we pray that you will be touched and blessed by something said here today.
0: Good morning. good morning. Good morning. Well, before we get ready to move to the next segment of the call, if there is no one else that would like to say good morning, we welcome you. Good morning. I am going to ask at this time. Good morning. It's Kenya. Hey, Kenya. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to ask at this time that everyone please put your phone on mute. that we may proceed with the call and we're also asking that you periodically check your line to ensure it is muted so that we may maintain the integrity of the call as it is being recorded the prayer requests submitted via the online app today are we have two prayer requests uh,
3: via the app and one spoken Uh, Tawana Turner has submitted online that their family card was stolen on July 23rd. And she is asking our creator that it be returned in good condition or replaced with a better one. She has also kindly asked that God would please touch the minds of those involved with this crime and save them in Jesus' name. Our sister Moni is also asking prayers for everyone involved in the shooting at the Gilroy Garlic Festival.
0: We also have a spoken prayer request from our sister, Susie, who is going to be going to Kaiser Hospital in about an hour for an outpatient procedure on her back. So we are asking blessings that that procedure
3: goes well and helps her back. The order of the call this morning is
0: as follows. The declaration will be given by Letitia from Arizona. Praying and corporate praise will be brought by Kedra. We will then go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call is declaration by Letitia from Arizona. Praying and corporate praise by Ketra followed
3: by closing comments hosted by the declarer. Our scripture for today is Romans thirteen two. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do not do so will bring judgment on themselves. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, And doing of his holy word.
0: At this time, again, I'm going to ask everyone to please check a moment to check their phones. I did hear a little bit of feedback. Please check your phones and put them on mute to make sure they are still on mute until instructed to come off mute. And I now pass the call to the declarer for the day. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday to my victory family. Thank you, Natasha, for your greeting and hosting today. I know it's your first day. You did a wonderful job. Thank you. I look forward to hearing you again. Thank you. Well, my name was Leticia from Arizona, and God has me bringing the word this morning. It was for prayer. I want to come to you as humbly as I know how. I'd like to thank you for the breath of life, Lord. Thank you for those that are coming and going, Lord. Thank you for using me. Deliver your word, Lord. About your will be done and nothing else, Lord. I pray that this message be a blessing to those who are tuning in and those who are yet to hear it. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The title of my message this morning is My Place. Everybody knows that I'm a type A personality. That's a person that has a personality that is competitive. Highly organized, ambition, impatient, highly aware of time management, and aggressive. I can say I had a pretty pleasant upbringing. I was the oldest, went to school, got good grades, played sports, on the top of my game with that. Had both parents, to divorce, but he was still very heavily involved in his life. Once to college. I have friends that did drugs and alcohol, but I wasn't in my forte. Didn't care for that too much. So when I was in college, I used to be their Uber. So I had a drop-top Mustang, and I used to charge $5 a head for to pick up kids, college students, uh, when they were intoxicated and dropped them back off of their dorms. So that's how I made my money until I started working for the airlines. And which, with the airlines, for eight years, I traveled somewhere international, once a up, just exploring the world,
1: enjoying.
0: Went through school. I we'll have a bachelor's in criminal justice, master's in special learning, and a doctorate in pastoral community counseling. So I was working for the airline, I lived in Arizona, but I was based out of San Francisco. And then they transferred us to Chicago. And so I didn't really go to church too much. Uh, the days that I was in Arizona on the Sundays, I did attend church with my grandmother, but I didn't have too much remembrance of church. I know when we were young, we used to get dropped off at our great grandma's house to go to church on Sunday. But besides the mothers, and the butterscotch candies, I don't have too much of a remembrance of
1: anything else. But I can say I was doing pretty good. I had my house, my own business,
0: my vehicles. What well, was I like? Didn't seem to be like much. But God spoke to me and said, I'm giving you a husband. Okay. I can agree with that. That could be somebody that could be, just give me some companionship
1: every now and then. And sex when I wanted it. Hmm. The
0: first Corinthians 7-4 says, the wife does not have authority over her own body. But yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his
1: own body, but yields to his wife. Huh. so God, I'm not for sure why you're sending me here. On the flip
0: side, my husband didn't have a pleasant upbringing. It was quite troubling.
1: He was exposed to mental, physical, and sexual abuse.
0: I was told by the age of seven he wanted to commit suicide. He was the youngest of what was 28 kids. They were very poor coming up. Even though his father was part of a famous group, they still lacked funds and what they needed at home. His sisters and brothers, along with themselves, struggle with alcohol, and substance abuse for many years. But he was a type A personality like myself. So he had his own business. Doing quite well. Come and go. He had been incarcerated several times because of the things that he was choosing to do. So again, I asked him, why are you sitting in the span with all these problems? One thing that I didn't realize that he had, he had a relationship with the Father. He knew him. He felt him. He talked to him. He seen him. And that is what God so desperately wanted for me, for me to know him. We know that God uses our brokenness for his glory. Look at Abraham. He was old. Elijah was suicidal. Joseph was abused. Job was bankrupt and lost everything. Moses had a speech problem. Gideon was afraid. Samson was a womanizer. Rahab was a prostitute. The Samaritan woman was divorced. Noah was a drunk. Jeremiah was young. Jacob was a cheater. David was a murderer. Jonah ran for God. Naomi was a widow. Peter denied Christ three times. Martha worried about everything. Zacchaeus was small and money-hungry. The disciples fell asleep while praying. Paul, a Pharisee, who prosecuted Christians before becoming one. See, all these people later in the Bible had flaws and problems. However, if God called you to do something, you better believe he will equip you for the position. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. At least that's what Romans eight twenty eight says. What's God's primary calling for us? And how do we know it's him? Because he wants to, us to know him and to be known by him. Psalms 139, 1 says,
1: Oh, Lord,
0: you have searched me and you know me. So, the beginning the time in the Bible, we, God made man first, and the woman was made for him as his helpmate. And when God gave the instructions on what and where to eat, it was given to Adam and not to eat. It used to frustrate me so much when my husband said, God spoke to me, and I'm following and I'm doing such that. But he would also say, It's not for you. What do you mean? It's not for me. I want to know. Why are people speaking to you? And boy, after I just fussed and fussed and fussed about it so much, he would tell me sometimes.
1: And sure enough,
0: it was right over my head. Why was that? Because I hadn't allowed God to equip me with anything. I was going off my own understanding of things. Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 9 says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, are so my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Hmm. Again, I keep questioning God. Why are you bringing me this man? Hmm. I know you answered me. But see, I'm hard-headed, so I need him to outline it for me. I ran across an umbrella one time and outlined the order of the household. The largest umbrella was covering everything, and it said Christ, because he should be above all and over everything. Then the husband and his duties was to protect the family, lead the family, provide for the family. Under that, which was the wife, and her duties was to comfort, to teach, to nurture. And then finally it was the children. And their role was to love the parents and obey the parents. That's it. That's all. That's all you have to do was follow those instructions and then you remain in order. Ephesians 5.22 22 says, I hated the scripture. Hated it. Because of you Wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. His body of which He is the Savior. Ah, I have to submit to this man and do what He's asked because you called Him for that position. Yes, God. How do I know that's who You sent me?
1: The response to me is: Is He bringing me closer to You? Well, yes, He is.
0: We are taught at a young age to follow directions. That's one of the three rules we learned in kindergarten. Be respectful, (laughs) following directions. The definition of following directions is a course along which something or something moves. The course which must be taken in order to reach a destination. A point to or from which a person or thing moves or faces. A general way in which something or someone is developing.
1: The general aim
0: of purpose, the management or guidance of someone or something. See, when I was living, I had became so self sufficient that I didn't need to depend on God. I didn't know I needed to have Him. So, what happens when we don't follow directions? Things start to fall apart and go wrong. But what really is occurring is that you're facing the consequences of your desires, not to follow the regressions and to be in what is called your place. The God uses our trials and tribulations as teaching moments. I was taught that He directs you, He inspects you, corrects you, and finally protects you. He will direct the path which you are to take, but it's up to you to take that path. He sent Jesus to show us how and how we should act and what we should be. Then we got the Bible at our disposal, the Word of God that outlines everything we need to be successful in this Christian life, in our place, in my place. The inspection processes me. to me, is when I can use the trials as an opportunity to show how God has equipped me for my place. I've learned to rejoice while I'm going through the trials because I know it's not for me, it's for somebody else. And he's using me, me teaching, in my place. James 1, 2 to 3 says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Perseverance is persistency in doing something despite difficulty or delaying and achieving success. Well, that's me. I'm going to get the job done. What do you think a runner does? They have to establish endurance. The first day it's difficult. You're out of breath. Your muscles hurt. You're moving joints that you're not used to being worked. work. But look at day two. That's worse than day one. Your muscles are sore. You can barely move. But as you continue running daily, it becomes easier and easier. That's just like this Christian life. If you stay in the word and follow the directions, it becomes easier and easier. When he's correcting you, you ought to be taking really good notes. Let's <laughs> see how hard it is. So sometimes he has to be very hardcore and very direct with me when he's giving me the answer to something or when he's reprimanding me. Psalm nineteen, seventy one to seventy two says, It's good for me to be afflicted, so that I might learn your decrease. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands and pieces of gold.
1: So again, this weekend, me being human again portioning. Why why
0: do you have me in this place, Lord?
1: We he do
0: me and the girls to go see Lion King. What happens in the beginning of the scene the Lion King Musafa taking his son Simba, out to teach him the ways and wish he were to hear it. Has he taking the wife? he taken his queen? No,' because that's not a reported place, so right then and there it was very clear. That's not your place. Even though you might think you can do your husband's job, you think you can be in his place. Who's going to be
1: in your place
0: when you're not there?
1: I have a specific assignment for you. A specific assignment for him. Stay in
0: what is designed to be your place. So we see throughout throughout the Lion King was this clearly illustrated to me. position and how the rules are aligned in the household. And this is what I needed. I told you God speaks to me directly. I'm a movie person.
1: So as you see Simba
0: being defined in the beginning, doing his own thing, in trouble. His dad comes to save him. Then it comes to the point when his dad is not
1: there no more to save him. So you have people who, his uncle,
0: who set Simba out and intended for him to die. And you'll have people in your life that will do that. You'll get distracted, and then there there are those who want to be in your position. But God is protecting you out the whole way. So while Simba was lost and finding his way, he had a pretty decent life, but he wasn't in his appointed place. That's not what God had caused him to be. But it's not until his helpmate came to help him realize, hey, what are you doing over here? We need you in your point of place. It's not just about you. It's about the lives of everybody else. It's critical for you to be in the position that is assigned for you. But he couldn't remember. He couldn't
1: see the vision. And it not until
0: he went to the water until it was pointed out to him that, look, that's your father. Your father has equipped you for the position that is assigned for you. And we should be seeing that. When we look in the mirror, we should be seeing the image of our father. Because every day we should be getting closer and closer
1: and closer to him. And knowing him to hearing him, to seeing him. There was still a struggle because when he went back
0: to his, get his appointed place, somebody was already in that area. And God said to me, hey, who is in that appointed spot? Even though though was was Simba?
1: It was his uncle. Did they ask the queen?
0: Absolutely not. Nobody asked the queen to be the king because that's not her place. She has a place. It is not above her husband. And what did Nala do? Nala helped. Nala fought off the hyenas with him. So he can gain a appointed place. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Supporting. nurturing, Teaching. Guys, keep telling me, allow me to work through him to equip you for your place. And I'm learning that.
1: And day out,
0: and I'm mindful that God has protected me throughout the times that I'm being disobedient. And I know I'm going to run into opposition But Genesis 20:50 says, "You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives." See, when Simba returned back for the fight for the position that was rightfully his. It wasn't just about him. It was for all the animals in the land. It was crucial to their living. And CA has placed me in a position that is not just crucial for me. It's crucial for those others. Those others that are looking at me daily and day day out that don't have a relationship with him. They're looking to see how I handle things, what I say, what I do. So again, it's crucial for me to be in what is Assigned to me, my place. So what happens after that we go through our trials and tribulations. Our relationship should be made stronger. Our faith should be stronger. We know that he's equipped us for our place. See, God has given me someone who is a type A personality so I wouldn't be able to run over them. But he also is appointing them someone who is gentle enough to see me through. I also needed to see how his unshakable, his flow was. Because of the type of relationship he had with our father, I was yearning for that. I had to learn by being obedient and allow for many other blessings to continue to flow. God blesses unions by staying obedient that allows my children to see and follow suit. As them to continue doing their part, I learned that a wife has a very powerful position. You put yourself in your purest form, and you are to give the you got the dudinous power to pray your husband back into alignment with the man of God and being the head of household.
1: In conclusion, I will.
0: Teacher, can you? Are you here? We we don't hear you.
5: Let's give her a minute.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: We're giving our declare a minute. I think we got a. We lost the sound, but we're here.
7: I can just go into prayer and give her to the woman couple more
1: minutes.
5: Hold on, everyone.
1: Hallelujah. Most gracious heaven You he lost me. You don't really want me to get all this out.
0: I'm In conclusion, I want to leave you with I'm aware of the position that God has putting me for, and I fully accept my place. The question that I want to ask you and leave you with is: Are you aware of your place? I hope this message was a blessing to someone, and I now pass the call.
7: Hallelujah! Oh, glory to your name, you most precious heavenly Father. Good morning, Lord. Lord God, I thank you for this day. Lord God, I thank you that you stood up high and you look down low. Lord God, I thank you that your mercies are renewed every morning, Lord God. I thank you for placing us in position, Lord God. Placing us in position that you would have us to be in. Lord God, I thank you that you tell us to make our requests known to you. Lord God, I lift up every prayer request to you, Heavenly Father, those that were at the shootings, Lord God. Bless the families, Heavenly Father. Give them comfort that only you can, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I lift up Susie to you, Lord God. You know all about her, Heavenly Father. I ask that you bless her and bless her indeed. Lord God, I thank you for teacher. I thank you for her sound. I thank you for her word. I thank you for her reminding us that we are placed in position, Lord God. Not for no other reason, so that you could get the glory. Lord God, I thank you that your grace, is sufficient for us. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for um, protection. I thank you that you are God all by yourself, that you protect us, Heavenly Father, through everything, Lord God. We thank you that you um see us through Heavenly Father, whatever it is that we go through. Lord God, we thank you that um you are God. Heavenly Father, I thank you for our children, Lord God. I think I ask you just to protect Keep them, Lord God. Heavenly Father, children are gifts from you. Let us be a good steward over what you have given us, Lord God. Heavenly Father, let us seek you first, the kingdom of God and your righteousness, so all these things can be added to us, Lord God. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I just love you, and I thank you that you first loved us. I thank you that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for the remission of our sins, Lord God, that we could be adopted into the royal priesthood, Heavenly Father. Lord God, there is no greater love than a man laying down his life, and we thank you, God, Jesus, that you sent Jesus to die on the cross. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every church head, Lord God, every pastor and every minister, Lord God. I thank you for every ministry, Lord God. Heavenly Father, for you teach us in your word that as many members but one body, Lord God, let us just all operate in the authority that we would blessed with, Heavenly Father, so that you can give the glory. Most precious Heavenly Father, I thank you that you came to give us life and give it more abundantly, Lord God. Lord God, help us to believe what we pray. Help me to believe what I pray. Lord God, I thank you for the privilege of prayer. I thank you that I can come to your throne of grace at any given time, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I don't take it lightly that you first loved me, Heavenly Father, and I just ask that you continue to let me be an example, Lord God. Be the light, the solid in this dark and dying world. Bless those, Lord God, that are sick and that are shedding, in, Heavenly Father, and hospitals and institutions. Lord God, bless those that are out in the elements. Bless those, Lord God, that does not know you, Heavenly Father. Send people to them, Lord God. Bless those that are hungry, Heavenly Father. Lord God, you are big enough. I thank you that nothing is too big or nothing is too small for you because you are the almighty, all-knowing God. Heavenly Father, I just thank you how you strategically work in our lives, Lord God, that nothing is by accident. But because... You love us because you have the whole world in your hands, because you are the great I am, the great whatever it is that we need, Lord God, that all things work together for the good of those that love you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you that your mercy and your grace is good for us, Heavenly Father. I just thank you for your protection. Bless those that are traveling, Heavenly Father. Give them traveling grace, traveling mercies. Bless those, Lord God, that have new endeavors come in their life. Lord God, I speak to every um, job opportunity. Lord God, I speak to every, I speak to every sickness, Heavenly Father. Lord God, you know what it is that's happening before we even open our mouths, Lord God, and we just thank you that we can come to you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for um, pastors, Lord God, and I thank you that they were obedient to their calling, Heavenly Father, so they can show us and guide the way to gather your flock, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you leave the 99 to find that one, Heavenly Father. I thank you for everything that's happened in our lives, Lord God. Let me continue to be submissive unto your will, Lord God. I thank you that everything has happened in my life without question, doubt, or misunderstanding. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I just love you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the life of my niece. Today is her birthday, Heavenly Father. I thank you for her life, Lord God. I thank you for all the gifts that you have blessed her with. Lord God, I thank you for it declare victory, Heavenly Father, and I thank you for the people that are on the call, Heavenly Father, and for how we pray each other through, Lord God, and how you know our names, Lord God, and how you just, you knew us before you formed us in the womb. Lord God, we just want to glorify and honor you with our lives, Lord God, with a shout of a hallelujah. Let's we begin to take our phones off and just bless the name of the Lord, I say thank you. I glorify you, God, because you are God all by yourself. I thank yes. you for your mercy is renewed every day. Lord God, I thank you that you have placed us in position to be an example and to be a witness, Lord God, to those who don't know you. I thank you, Heavenly Lord, Father, for you children here gathered daughters, for this new word I thank you that you go before us, Heavenly Father, that we just let your will be done, Heavenly Father. Oh, how I love you. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you how we can represent Roman Rock and Romans 116 and be unashamed of the gospel, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you that mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you Lord God. We thank you that you love us. Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. keep us in the hollow of your hand. Continue to bind us together with threads of love because God is well. Great is your mercy, Lord God. Great is your faithfulness, Lord God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that it's not by power or not by might but by your. Heavenly Father, I invoke and invite Your Holy Spirit to grow freely in our lives, Lord God, in our conversations, in our vocabulary, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I just thank You for Your strength, Lord God. Strengthen what You have given us, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I thank You for Your Holy Word, the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth,
2: who we come to
7: eternity, Lord God. Oh, how we praise and say hallelujah to Your name. I love you, God, and I thank yes, you that you Lord. are God. I thank you that you are a protector. I thank you for your work. I thank you are a healer, Lord, Lord, Lord God. I thank you for God to be able that mountain, thank Lord, God, God. Lord God, to be moved and then to be moved, Lord, Lord God, and pass
2: Oh, glory in your name, Heavenly Father, Lord. I thank you that there's
7: power in prayer. I thank you for the privilege thank of Thank you, Lord, Lord God, I for love your guidance, love you and I honor for your correction, Lord God, your oh, gentle correction, I thank you that I'm unashamed, Forgive God. Us, Lord God, while we are God, straight. God, I just thank you, and I worship you, and I'm glad that you are help my us Father. Help my to father. To I thank to you that we say, I'm a Father, and be guided your direction, Lord God. I love you, Lord, and I honor you, and I thank you that you are God. Order my steps, Lord God. Order our steps. Oh, my God, how we love and worship and honor you. And thank you that you are God all by yourself. I want to give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise, Lord God. You tell us that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness, Lord God. Remove everything that is from me that is not of you in the name of Jesus I love you and I thank you and I give you all the glory all the honor and all the praise and that's in the mighty name of Jesus as I say thank God and amen as I pass the coast.
6: amen I need to wonder. I need to talk good. You did you did, did. Pray for my parents yeah, and my poor it's yeah. and people Hes uh day oh still
0: Call again to see if anybody who had joined the call that didn't get a chance to say good morning can go ahead and do so now.
3: Good morning. It's right, good morning. morning.
2: Good morning. It's Diane. Good morning.
0: Sister Diane.
5: Good morning. It's Moni. Good
1: morning.
0: It's Moni. Good morning, it's Kiana from Fresno. Good morning, Kiana. Thanks for joining us.
4: Good morning, it's Andrew.
1: Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you.
2: Anybody else wanted to say good morning? Good morning. This is Barbara Adeloda. Please keep me in prayer. My sister uh, passed away yesterday, suddenly massive heart attack. And I've never dealt with uh, going through funeral arrangements before. So if everybody can keep me lifted, I haven't had much sleep. And I'm still really trying to process all this. I appreciate you guys. Have a blessed Monday. Yes,
0: ma'am. Thank you for sharing that. We'll definitely send a prayer up for you.
1: Good morning, Victor family. God bless you all this morning, Brother Jack. Good morning, Brother Jack. Good morning, Sister.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch your name. What was it?
2: Sister Caroline. Good morning.
0: Sister Caroline. Happy Monday. Thanks for calling in.
2: Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Happy Monday.
0: Good morning, Sister Dondria. Anyone else? Hey, Miss Julia. How are you?
1: Fine. How are you?
2: Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Good morning, family.
0: Morning, pretty Patrice. Happy Monday.
2: Happy Monday. Happy mm-hmm.
0: yeah, Monday, Steve. <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll go ahead and get started. So, I'll do a quick recap. Uh, I know because my phone had went out in the conclusion, and I apologize for that. Um, So, the message title was uh, My Place, and just knowing the place in which God has equipped you for, knowing that He's going to equip you for the position. Within that, you're going to have these trials and tribulations that you're going to go through. During those trials and tribulations, utilize those as teaching moments. Um, Again, I was saying it it was taught to me that while you're going through something, God is um, molding you. Preparing you, some of the other declarers were using stretching. Um, he's going to direct you, inspect you, direct you, and protect you throughout
1: it. Conclusion part of it was the uh, how I had said
0: I had accepted my position and it was putting me in my purest form that allowed me to have the deutimous power. And with that, I was fully prepared to take on what God had intended for me because it's my rightful place and nobody else can get that place. And I can't be in anybody else's place. So the question is is are you in your place? Were there any comments regarding today's message?
3: Good morning, Leticia. This is Ravinda.
8: How are you? Good
3: morning, Sister Ravinda. Oh, yeah, um, thank you. I, want, I uh, um, enjoyed your share this morning. I had to get off for a moment, um, but I got the, the most of it. Well, I got all of it until uh, basically the break. Um, uh, enjoyed your share this morning. I, I love your candidness, and um, a, a lot of it was uh, uh, definitely relatable uh, one question I want to ask you because I didn't really kind of get your sentiment behind this but when you found out um, the brokenness that your husband had experienced um, as a wife um, where where really where what where did, how did you how did you feel what was your first feelings about it and how were you able to support him through that Um, Very good question.
0: I can say that uh, the first, my initial response was flight. Nope, don't want to deal with that. Not my problem. Um, However, it was prophesied to me uh, before that I was going to be married to uh, a man that had a drug and alcohol problem. And I was like, no, you must be talking about my other cousins or nothing, because I don't mess with any guy who has any type of those problems. But I can tell you that throughout that process, that is where I established a relationship with God, and he was with me throughout the whole entire time. So it was very easy for me to support him because God was, I I was developing my relationship with him. Um, I had my pastor at the time, who was a very big support system, and I had to, Eliminates a lot of other people out of my life so that I can just hear clearly what God was telling me to do uh, He said no, I didn't tell you to leave. I told you to stay because this is what he needs He had before it had dated women because my husband is a carpenter by trade He does everything Cooks clean washes dishes everything imagine. He does everything he deals with the kids. He does it all so when he used to date women when he used to leave and go out on missions, the world would just stop and then it would be back up when he came back. So when he met me, it didn't stop, it continued. Hey, laundry still got done, kids go to school, such and such. And so God said it I'm putting you in your place because he needs to know that he has a reason to live. I have a calling on, he has a calling on his life. But he needs a type A personality to boot him up and say, hey, this is what you need to happen. You're not allowed to go out and do that. You cannot go out and do MIAs. You have to be accountable for your actions. Hey, look, you either got to be here and do this or you got to do this. You got to make a decision. So, again, I, I remember there was times that he would be out and I would be laying in the bed and I would roll over and say, God, if so I rolled over to his side, I couldn't sleep because I knew what he was doing. If I rolled back onto my side, I could. And God just kept speaking to me throughout the whole process. Because I, remember, I didn't have any remembrance of, I didn't have no relationship with God. It was just butterscotch candies and great grandma at the church, that's all I remember. So he was developing my relationship with him through that. And, and that's when I seen the miraculous things my husband don't have no taste in no alcohol, no taste in no drugs, cigarettes, cigars, nothing. Like I've seen him come from one end to out to the complete other, and it, it 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 just was mind-boggling. So I I had no I had no other choice but to know that was God, that was God. Because if it was me. I wouldn't have been in that position and I wouldn't even have entertained it. So that's
1: how I asked the plan. Thank
5: you. You're welcome. Hi, Leticia. Good morning. It's Moni. Morning, Moni. You know, um, I, uh, first of all, thank you for your, declaration today and um, you talked about a lot of valid points and I could relate to um <clears throat> to a lot of areas you know that you spoke about with regards to your husband and so you really you really touched home for me. Um and I thank you for your message. Um I'm just now finding out things that I realize made my marriage difficult um stuff is, is surfacing now and um i kind of think that um god needed to wait till i was ready to hear it to hear the reason for the stuff that that i had to go through in my marriage and um i kind of thank god for for not letting me find out until until later Um because if i would have known in the beginning then i would not have and so, um, so I wouldn't, I, it just would be all totally different. It would've been harder, I think. So God truly does know um, what he gives us. He knows what he gives us. He truly does. I can't say that more is that he, he gives us stuff, but he takes care of us through it. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, and I think that what it took was, it took me surrendering to God um, for me to be able to accept what I've just, um, recently found out about my husband. Um, it's, it's taken uh, through the years and I didn't know, um, you know, uh, how to handle stuff, how, how to handle him. I wanted to run. I, I, I was, I was similar to you where I, I don't got time for that. I don't need this kind of person, but, um. Later on, as I grew my relationship with the Lord, I, I understood that nothing is coincidental, that you need to stay faithful to God and everything else will fall into place. Um, so I can totally relate to your story, what you've been through. Um, and and I, again, I just wanted to stress that, you know, the surrender and struggles, surrendering to God and staying in your lane will help you to overcome the world. And all the situations that, that you have to face, just just surrendering to the Lord and giving it to Him will give you the strength to overcome and to get through what you're going through, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your husband, whoever, you know. Um, and it's hard to remember to surrender. It truly is. It was hard for me to remember. I mean, I stayed busy because I am a type A like you, <laughs> you know. So I tried to stay busy. but the co The more that I would surrender it to God and sur- you know, just tell Him I don't understand it, but you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to stay faithful. You know, it really helps you to get through one more day, one day at a time. So in any case, I just wanted to share that with you, and I just wanted to thank you, and I just love your voice. It's so soothing. You bring a soothing calmness into the call, and I really like that. Thank you for your message today.
1: Appreciate that. Thank you very much.
2: Good morning, Leticia. This is Juliet. Good morning, Juliet. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I enjoyed your um, decoration. You know what keeps coming to my mind. I know might sound crazy because you were saying that, you know, it was prophesied to you, uh, you know, about your husband and, and what um, God wanted you to do. You remind me of a modern-day uh, Hosea, you know. um <laughs> because Hosea was asked to, you know, God told him to marry a a prostitute, right? And he showed his love through um, you know, his love for us through that process and I just appreciate your your decoration because um, you know not only were you walking it out and you know God was drawing you closer to him, but for people that are struggling today you know, um, that's something that, you know, listening to your story is something um, we all can glean from. Um, I was in a relationship, you know, you know, as far as my um, first husband was in, he was into um, uh, drugs, you know, and I actually ran because I came from, my upbringing was my mom was alcoholic. So i was familiar with that <laughs> and i ran but um process with me running um in in that process before i got into that relationship i had a strong problem with god i had i had, I was very upset and angry with god because i didn't understand why you know you know as far as my mom's situation and then because she passed away with cirrhosis of liver and then here I go and get into this other relationship and it's and um but I found myself in that process I ran to God (laughs) um even I ran from him I ran to God and um I thank the Lord for you know uh, me going through that process, because had I not gone through that process, I wouldn't have um, been able to recognize his goodness, and, you know, and to see, um, to be able to see now, as I've gotten older, um, in my walk, you know, that he was there all the time, you know, right. so, um, yeah, I just want to tell you, I just really appreciate it, um, and I agree with one um, you, do have a very soothing voice, but I truly enjoyed your decoration, and like I said, it reminded me of a modern-day Hosea. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, and, and for me, um, it was exposed me to a world that I didn't know, and so I, I, it was necessary for me to go through that with with him, in particular, because I do. We do a lot, a lot of ministry work, and if you haven't been exposed to something or been through it, you can't relate. Definitely can't relate. And so um, God didn't want me to have limitations on on who I needed to speak to and 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 what I needed to tell them because I said it, it's crucial. It is crucial nowadays. Sometimes what 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 you might say or what you might do might be the only God like thing that that person has seen or heard for the day. So you have to be mindful of that.
9: Anyone else? Hello, hey, hey baby, how you doing? Hi, babe. Hey, sweetheart. Um, I'm very sorry. I I just caught the end of uh, your declaration, but I know how transparent you could be and how willing you are to share uh, what it is that you have or been through to help others. So I, I applaud your efforts to do that. I, I would like to know if anyone could send me the uh, the link for the playback so that I could listen through it through and through. But yes. uh, I love you and I appreciate you so much, baby. And everything that you've been through makes you the great woman that you are. That's all, I
0: appreciate that, Dad. love you too. I can say my dad was not a very happy camper when I married my husband. He was like, uh uh, uh you need to be marrying a lawyer or a doctor. That's not the one
9: I remember I remember when when uh when auntie told you about all of that prior to, um, yeah, that was, that was something else. And, and you were shocked and you, you didn't believe it. You know what I mean? There was some denial, but, you know, the Lord has his way of bringing you to the place that he wants you to be. So he takes you through these experiences. Like you said, it was something that you never witnessed or were a part of. So, uh, even though you know I lived that life you weren't really privy to a lot of the behind the scenes things that I had to deal with but um you you handled it well you handled it well you guys have had your ups and downs but you still you always landed on your feet baby and that's that's what makes me so proud
0: appreciate that good
4: morning Good morning. This is Dee Dee. I am so um, blessed by you this morning. Um, wow, sis. So just to know that Beauty for Ashes is real and that just for you sharing just encourages me as a wife. Okay, so we just a second. Encourages me to stand through it all. And it always takes me back to Beauty for Ashes. Sometimes we don't even look at relationships and marriages. and. And even as I heard your dad speak, oh my God, father-daughter bonds. Oh, just the relationship of father. And I, I just appreciate you, your family, for being so open and honest. And I'm able to um, just witness some things. But you, you bless me so much, um, baby sis. I'm calling you baby sis, because I could be your your, your auntie. Um, just what, what your share, so that gives me. A fight to, to stay and understand what marriage is from ups and downs. And, and like you said, you never witnessed the the whole share this morning. I'm like your dad. I missed some of it, but I'm going to go back and listen to it. But just your transparency, because that's how, that's how you really heal. And that's how others heal by our testimony. So I love you so much. And thank you for um, just giving me some food and some fuel so that I can grow in my marriage and in my relationships with, with, with my children, too, and just the whole the whole walk. But I really appreciate you for your transparency, and I love you to life. That's it.
0: Thank you, Didi. I appreciate that. And like I said, I, if I wouldn't have went through that, I wouldn't have been reaping the benefits now.
2: Um,
0: I, I can't ask for a better husband. Um, he treats me like uh, the queen that I am. He does it. Um, so I appreciate God taking me through that because again, I wouldn't have been able to reap that. I wouldn't have known my worth. Um, and, and it's such a privilege and an honor to be his wife because God chose me specifically for that. And so I, I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly.
2: Um.
1: Anyone else? Hi, Leticia. It's
0: Natasha. Um, wow, what you just said, that kind of was a light bulb for me right there. When you just said that God chose you specifically to be his wife. And that's a context that I, uh, I
3: don't know but I thought about
0: my marriage in that way. I mean, you know, I thought of, you know, God, it was for us to come together. But to be chosen specifically to be. A
4: support for your for your husband for your man for your king. That's uh that's
2: pretty powerful,
3: pretty powerful. Um, thank you for that. I also love what you said about the the context of God directing, uh, inspects God directs inspects, corrects and protects. I love that. I'm, I'm definitely gonna um, write that one down and keep that one close. That's a that's a great one.
4: Um, as you were sharing, it, it took me back to when my husband and I met, and we were teenagers, and that. And at the time, you know, we used to talk about gender roles, and I was coming up at the time with this whole, you know, girls can do anything, you can do, we can do, that kind of thing. And it took me a while to fall in and kind of understand this concept of roles, and even to understand it from a guy's perspective, that we were created, and and we have different parts to play, all of us. Um, and it doesn't mean that necessarily one is better
3: than the other or held up in,
4: in in greater esteem um so coming to that that realization i think particularly for marriage um
3: is important and uh, the the idea of ob- obedience and surrender as a uh, being new
0: to this walk that was a word that at first it it kind of i kind of bristled
4: at it like this idea of obedience. And I I realize now as as I've studied is that the reason I bristled at it is because I was coming from a perspective of man's perspective, from a human perspective of what it means to be obedient and surrender and all the brutality that was associated with that. And being introduced to this concept
3: of obedience from a perspective of God's love for us and God's gentle correction and God wanting the best and, um, this idea that
4: sometimes a no for us is God's best yes for us down the line when
3: we're obedient and able to surrender. And I really appreciate being able to have that different perspective and that understanding of what it means and then to take that and apply that in a marriage perspective is really helpful. So um, your 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 declaration has given me some more food for thought and that I'm, um, you know, Trying to walk this thing out in marriage, so I thank you for that. I appreciate
4: it. I'm going on mute.
0: Man. I know um, as as we were going through, as God was uh, working through me for, uh, you know, through this whole process, but only thing I could see was why are you using Him if He has this problem? I remember my husband was uh, teaching me the concept of tithing, you know, and so. Um, He was like, all right, all right, and I do all the bills. I do all the finances. So, you know, he was leaving it up to me to make the decision to tie. I didn't told you about it. I didn't, you know, gave you the word on it. This is what you need to do. So, of course, me, you know, I got to be hard. I'm hard-headed. I want to, let me just try something else. (laughs) So, I I, I remember one time I didn't tie, Okay. And uh, like I said, he doesn't know. He doesn't know until the end of the year till you get the statement, you know. And so I remember one time I didn't tithe, and sure enough, the truck needed tires, and it was $841.26, the exact amount I was supposed to tie. And I said, I'll I, I never tell him that, that he was right. Oh, my God, no. But I will never forget the number. And he It was just so blatantly clear to me, like, okay, I told you, I taught you, know, Johnny's always saying, once you know, you're accountable for it, and and sure enough, it was the exact amount, so after that time, I said, okay, I'm not going to try in that area no more.
1: (laughs)
8: Hello. Hey, this is Mona. I just wanted just to say that you, your decoration just really um, just thank you because for me one thing I I struggle with like, is is obedience you know and just listen to everybody talk to and and what you had. obedience has always Mona always had a problem with obedience I'm I'm pretty sure people would agree with me it's like I always try to find a way to do it my way. And one thing that I'm learning like when it comes to um relationship, because that's one of the things um you know i i want ha- i want a husband, you know, and before it was Mona doing it her way i was- i was um going about it my way, you know, and and I was making horrible choices, you know what i mean, and now um I'm asking god to um you know to just to help to Uh, Help me uh, work on me right now. It's not even like I'm even looking now, but I am speaking my desires to him, you know, because he knows that, you know, that's something I always wanted. I never wanted just to be a girlfriend. It was always um, an end result for me. That was in my head. You know, that's what I wanted, you know. (laughs) Thank God. He he, he knew, you know, just listening and, and processing everything um as the spirit was speaking to me of saying, He knows what's best for you, Mona, you know. But me trusting that, I keep on, you guys, the obedience of just letting it go. You know, um I was I've been in a relationship with my um um this past relationship that I just got up for going on it would have been fifteen years. So I think I have a problem with the fact of like um saying like all these years, Mona you just go like you know, like, not saying chalk him like that, but, you know, I love him. And But I, I see that this is not what he wants, and I see that because, you know, as far as marriage, he just wants just to, you know, continue to do what we've been doing. And that's not what I want, and I know that's wrong. So, you know, God has been strengthened to me even more and more. I see that, but I see what I be doing in a disobedience of I see why I'm still trying to hold on. Like with conversation and you know, still going by, taking them a little food, you know, stuff like that. When I I know better, it's just obedience is my problem, and I really want you guys to pray my strength in that. And thank you once again for that decoration. It's so so much I got out of it, so much I got out of it.
1: Thank you. I
0: appreciate that you um, when you you ask him, he'll he'll definitely reveal to you in the way that you know is him. Like I said, the Lion King was just blatantly clear. Like,
9: uh, was not here.
0: Nile is available. Hey, his mom's available. I'm the queen. What's going on? I can do it. I can do it. No. they, they Nobody entertained that. That's the queen. She's never going to be the king. And that, to me, was just powerful. Like, okay, stop. Just stop. <laughs> and do your part. Your part can
3: never be his part.
0: I remember... I remember it got I was just being so disobedient and at a point where I used I remember praying that God remove him from my life.
1: Remove
0: him from my life. And God did just that. Um it was a case twelve years back before I even met him that came up or something and he had to do nine months. And I had the brilliant idea, like, oh, this is it. Great. This is, I already, man, nine months, this is going to show me that I don't need him, and this is what it is. I got this, you over there, and I got all of this. And when I tell you, not that I couldn't do it, I continued to work and continue to pay bills, continue to do this, but it was. A very miserable time for me. Um, not because things weren't getting done, it was because of that sense of security, that sense of knowing that without a shadow of a doubt somebody had my back. And with him being incarcerated I knew that he wasn't readily available to have my back. Um, that support, even if he doesn't say nothing, I, I know that he supports me in doing this, so it, it was it was very useful for me to have that time that I so desired. Um, that I, that I knew, hey, you know what? You need to appreciate the role that he has. Appreciate the place that he, I've given him. It's not your place. You can't have it.
1: Anyone else? I'm going to go ahead and
0: close out for the day. Again, happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in to Declare Victory. I hope to you tune in again and invite a friend so they can be blessed too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my message, and again, I hope you were blessed. Have a good day, everybody.
5: Have a good day, everyone. Good
0: day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a great day.
2: Yes. Peace and blessings. Have a blessed day. Blessings on all day. of you. It was good. It was very good.
1: Blessings.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Good morning, Miss Yvonne. Get that money, girl.
6: <laughs> you play. All right, bye, you guys.